Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Incredible Friday Fry Show. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where we provide a platform to inform, inspire, and motivate our listeners. Presenting you with amazing guests from entrepreneurs, authors, music artists, poets, and more. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. Definitely have to say Happy New Year to you guys, man. 2018 is officially here, and you are on uh, with the beautiful Butterfly tonight. I am your host, Bianca Fly. Welcome to the beautiful Butterfly Show, brought to you by Vibration Radio. Uh, that means you're listening to a network that's being broadcasted globally. So big shout out to uh, Vibration Radio for supporting and holding us down constantly, you guys. And to all of our supporters of our program, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys. And so we are looking forward to kicking off 2018 in a magnificent way. Uh, we have some incredible people uh, who will be coming through the show um, this year. And speaking of incredible people, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and the only uh, LaVon Copeland joining us this evening, you guys. And excuse me, that's actually Arthur uh, LaVon Copeland tonight. Uh, she's going to come on, you guys, and she's going to talk about her contribution uh, to a awesome, awesome um, anthology and called uh, uh, Being a People Pleaser. Um, and so a lot of times uh, with that um, comes with us dealing with people and wanting to please people. And so this anthology is actually compiled by Cheryl Peavy. And so LaVon is a part of that, um, as well as has her other things um, going on that we're going to talk to you and about uh, later on in the show. And so tonight, you guys, if you're out there, uh, maybe you have a question or comment for her. Uh, maybe you want to um, share your thoughts and opinions and views with her tonight. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys. You can feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139. 
is the number. Or as you guys uh, like to do, so many of you, uh, feel free to contact me uh, via Facebook um, and connect me at Bianca Fly, and you're more than welcome to send uh, your question or um, any comments that you have. I'll be happy to share those um, live here with you guys tonight. And so we're not going to like, uh, we're gonna pay some bills first and get our commercials rolling in here, and uh, then we're gonna come back with our special guest of the evening, you guys, Lavon Copeland, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. There is a musical revolution coming. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk. Topped off with the lyrical precision of the spoken one, Mr. Arrestus a day. And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm Bianca Fly. And as promised, you guys, uh, we have our special guest, uh, LaVon Copeland. She's going to be joining us, you guys. And so we're going to be talking about her contribution um, to um, the book entitled Diary of a People Pleaser. Um, This book is actually compiled by Cheryl Peavy. And so uh, LaVon had the pleasure of being a part of it and contributing uh, to it in an amazing way, you guys. And so tonight uh, she's going to share all of that uh, for you guys and more. So we're not going to delay. We're going to bring our special guest of the hour on here. LaVon, you there? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> well, happy new year to you. <laughs> happy new year to you. And thank you for having me. The first Absolutely. guest of 2018. Yes. Ooh, that's some pressure. <laughs> <laughs> 
the first guest, but I'm excited because even though this is your first time, like I feel like me and you have kind of like been connected for a while. It's kind of running in the yes. same circle in, in one yes. way or the other. And uh, I'm so happy uh, that you are joining me here for our first show um, of 2018. And I know we're like, what, two days in. So how, how has yes. 2018 been treating you thus far? <laughs> Oh, my God. It has been amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing to start the year off like this one is, you know, like phenomenal because I'm sitting, I feel like I'm really setting the bar. You know, this is a great way to start. So it's been awesome. How about you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going great. I can't complain. Um, It's cold as all get out. Um, I woke up this morning and I believe it was like 11 degrees. So, you know, hey. Yes. We we why not go through it? Yeah, we yes. Why not start it out like this? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And mm-hmm. so, uh, Lavon, for you, I know that you are a teacher, you're a speaker, um, all of these great things. And so, for the folks out, this might be their first time um, getting to know you. Tell us a little bit about who is Lavon Copeland. Wow. Well, I am, as you said, a teacher, a speaker, and newly added title author (laughs) (laughs) that I'm still trying to embrace saying those words as being associated to me. Um, I am just a lover of all things that's godly. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a I say I am a teacher and a planner. I am a teacher. That is what I know I've been anointed to do. I know that's what God has called me to do as to teach, um, I I have been absolutely blessed to have served to serve as um, director of the women's ministry for my church, mm-hmm. and to have you know be able to teach and to pour into so many women. But mm-hmm. by profession, I am a production planner, and I plan. I still even planning production. I love to plan parties. I've helped plan weddings, and uh, if any of you follow me, you know that I am the. Um, event planner for Style Live 28 Men in okay. Columbia um, later this month. So planning is what I am, I would say I'm talented. I'm, I've been gifted to do. However, yes. teaching is what I've been anointed to do. Wonderful. And what do you think it is um, as far as the event planner? What do you think created that connection when did you discover you know hey this is something like we all have different talents and so sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't always tap into those things instantly when did Mm -hmm. you discover like hey this is something like I love to do and I'm actually you know pretty good at it (laughs) I don't don't know if I can pinpoint an exact moment but it's something that I've always done you know when it's Anytime, uh-huh. I'm, I guess you would say I'm a natural leader. So anytime right. that it was an event that needed to be put together, whether I guess you would say it started back with birthday parties, you know, mm-hmm. I the table had to be set, you know, a certain way. You know, I right. wanted things to color coordinate. You know, I wanted things to flow. It's just, I think, part of my natural personality is just who I am, part of my character. Right. So it just naturally flowed over into it. But it is something that I do that is relaxing. For me, planning and just I am a visual learner, and I Mm -hmm. tell everybody I dream in color. So just things with planning and organizing and just seeing the whole thing, it's like getting the 
pressure of getting everything just the way it should be and then waiting for that moment for the guest or for it to be debuted and then you saw like, wow, to see the expressions on people's faces like, wow, you know, right. God, you right. can never imagine simple things that you can take and make and evening, you know, just turn out to be something beautiful. It's the small details that get me. Before you, you also mentioned um, being um, able to sew into women and support women mm-hmm. um, and encourage women. What do you believe uh, is one of the reasons why that is something that is very personal to you and something that you found you're very passionate about, about connecting with women um, and, and kind of helping women, um, you know, get back to themselves uh, of who they are? Mm-hmm. I would say a lot of that comes back from even in as early as in my childhood. Mm-hmm. I've always just had a heart for people. You know, yeah. I don't I hate to see anyone being done wrong, but I think even with my upbringing, you know, I was I was aware of and did see, you know, my mother go through a lot of um domestic violence. Yeah. Um I yeah. I can say I'm from a family that is mostly women. You know, my mother has um, four sisters and two brothers, you know, everyone, there's plenty of girls in our family, probably to every 10, you know, girls, there may be just one, you know, boy. So we have a wow. lot of girls, but I've always right. seen, you know, strong women. I've seen women that's determined, that's independent, you know, that were mm-hmm. overcomers, that were achievers. Right. So, but I also saw women that were broken, that were tired, mm-hmm. that were hurt, you know, that were angry, that were bitter, right. all in the same at the same time. And mm-hmm. I always want, you know, like, how can you put on the smile and be so beautiful and smile for everyone, but then mm-hmm. to also see those tears, you know, to hear those hidden um, secrets, because although I, even at a young age, I was never a really outdoors child, you know, I always, right. my mom and her sisters would be in the house or her girlfriends. And, you know, I may be off in my room or off to the side doing my own thing, but I was always in intuitive and you know I was just one right. of those listeners so I listened and I you know I heard some of the conversations yeah. and I think even at that young age it began to shape me and mold me that as I got older it's like I almost could sense even behind that smile some of that pain mm-hmm. yeah. and I just felt like God and God just began to pour into me the words to say you know the small tokens, even if it was just a card to give or just a hug, you know, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. I felt that's where he began to use me from what I took from my childhood, you know, coming up into adult as becoming my own woman and to see other women and to relate. And then to sometimes see those same things in me, you know, and right. think, you know, I want to be able to help other women because I know what it's like. I've experienced that. Absolutely. And one of the things, um, you know, is oftentimes as women, especially in this kind of false segue into what we're talking about tonight, but oftentimes we put on the, these fronts and these facades for people, like you said, oh, yeah. we might be smiling. And, and it's that common thing you say, well, hey, how are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm good. You know, and you could be like just going through it. But the automatic response is, I'm fine. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm good. It is. And so, you know, and it's not like, okay, I'm I'm really going through it tonight. And it's one of those things that, that leads us to um, one of the main things we're talking about tonight is this book that you're part of. Um, yes. Diary of a People Pleaser, um, Overcoming yes. the 
need to conform to other people. For, I mean, conform to others. And so it's one of those mm-hmm. things that as women, um, and, and I'm pretty sure uh, I know a couple of men too, but just specifically yeah. talking about women is those things that we do because we're taking on so much, we're dealing with so much, so we putting on that smile, we fixing our mm-hmm. hair, we got on all the makeup and lipstick, and we're like, okay, nobody's going to be able to tell, like, I'm broken today, or mm-hmm. I'm sad, or I'm going through this and that and the third, you know, we're just, you know, kind of going through the motion, so to speak, and so for mm-hmm. you, um, even with yourself, and, and you talked about, you know, you going through your thing as well, how important is it that 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 we as women um, know that we don't always have to put on that front? That we can, you know, let our hair down. We can we can have some solid sisters that we can confide in and kind of let know, you know, what's going on with us. Bianca, I would say that if we can actually get women to fully understand to embrace yeah. that mindset, yeah, so. Yeah. Freedom that they don't have to always be okay. You don't always have to smile. You don't always have to make everybody happy because mm-hmm. you're not going to. You know, right. we are not perfect beings. We know that we may we serve a perfect God, but we understand that we're not perfect and that it's okay to be perfectly imperfect and to accept our imperfections and to be able to say, you know what, I messed up. You mm-hmm. know what, mm-hmm. I'm tired. You know what? Right. I just need. I'm gonna sit right here in the middle of this floor and break down and cry. It's okay to have yeah. those moments and to realize that the key to success or the key to coming back from that is that you had that moment, but then you're able yeah. to get up and you're able to move on from that moment. It's okay to have the moments. It's okay to say, you know, I messed up. It's okay to say I don't know. It's okay to say no, right. but to know that Absolutely. even in the trials and the tears. You're the stress of it all that, you know what, I can move on from here because what I don't know, I'm willing to learn. For where I messed up, I'm willing to correct. You know, what Mm -hmm. I didn't do, I'm willing to do. What I did do, I'm willing to change. You know, it goes back to that mindset, but it's one of the most freeing things that if a woman can embrace and understand the power, that power we gain in understanding that it's okay that you don't have to be perfect, that you're going right. to have some bad days. You don't have to please everybody. You know, bad hair day. You know, it's okay to have <laughs> a bad makeup day. You right. know, it's okay that, you you know, you ate the cookie or the cake. You know, but mm-hmm. it's that mm-hmm. I can learn from it and I can do better. Because we Absolutely. even know in God's word, it tells us that each day new mercies and grace is granted to us. So Absolutely. if God is willing to give us new mercies and new grace, mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. how forbid us to not be able yeah. to give ourselves new grace yeah. and new mercy? Yeah, yeah, or give others that grace and yes. mercy. You know, and that's yes. the thing is that um, a lot of times, and, and I'm for one myself, especially especially if people have did you wrong, it, it's hard oh. to give them that <laughs> to give them oh, that yes. grace because you're like, I don't want to give you no grace today. I don't, I, I don't want to give you nothing. <laughs> you know, you but, don't deserve. <laughs> Right, right. So you really, you know, and it's a real a battle. It's a battle within oh, because you're it. like, okay, look, God, I know that I've received these blessings. I know that I went through these things for a purpose, but I don't want to have to mm-hmm. deal with that person. <laughs> 
that person anymore or go through that with that person. So a lot of times we have to go through those struggles of, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, serve this grace upon somebody else. And like you said, it's so important to give that grace to ourselves because um, a lot of times we, you know, we really convict ourselves like, oh, you didn't get that done or, you know, or if you have women out here who may not be married, they're like, oh, I'm not married. I I, I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. It's all this pressure, you know, that we have a tendency Mm -hmm. to put on ourselves uh, because we're trying to work on other people's time and their their time for things that are happening in our lives. And their expectations. Yeah, yeah. And their expectations, you know, we do that. Absolutely. Exactly, we do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, tonight, uh, you guys, if you are just joining us, we are on with LaVon Copeland, you guys. And so tonight we are going to delve um, into this awesome book um, in which she is a part of, uh, Diary of a People Pleaser. Overcoming the Need to Conform to Others, and this book is compiled by Cheryl Peavy. And so tell us about your connection uh, with Cheryl, and how did you come about um, being able to be a part um, of this project, actually? Wow, it's it's amazing how we are all, you know, you feel like you know yeah. people in, you know, you hear everyone say, you know, there's only six degrees of separation, you know, from the yeah. next person. Um, yeah. I actually had joined her community. Well, I actually, I think I joined, had joined her community, but I had, um, was up in connections with another member of the community. Actually, I administrator, um, Jacqueline Tom, Thompson, who is also a part of the collaboration and um, she had reached out, asked me if I would come into the community and do facilitate a teaching on crazy faith. And, mm-hmm. you know, through just that relationship, being a part of the community and seeing the beauty, beauty of it all, you know, I, of course, got a connection with Cheryl. And then I started following, actually personally following her, her personal page on Facebook, and I saw where she had posted that she wanted to do an anthology about Diary of a People Pleaser. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know, that's not something you hear every day. You <laughs> right. know, that you don't hear people talking about being a people pleaser mm-hmm. and, and since overcoming the need to conform to others. And so, you know, I inquired and asked her to tell me a little bit about it. And as she, you know, spoke about it, and I just, I was like, oh, my God, I can almost see myself. And, you know, so you had to submit, you know, she asked to submit, um, I think it was like 250 words just of your thoughts on it. Cause, and she wanted mm-hmm. to make sure there was a true connection with every of the writers right. that were submitting. Right. And even with talking with her, I'm like, wow, this is like amazing to have this topic brought about because it's not mm-hmm. something that you hear people talk about right. because a right. lot of times we get people pleasing, um, confused. And we get it mixed up because we think, well, I'm just helping. You know, I'm helping people or I'm making other people happy or I'm giving. You know, doesn't the Bible say it's better to give than to receive or I'm serving? So to understand that there was a difference, you know, that the definition for a people pleaser was different than that person of a server or someone Mm -hmm. that is, you know, genuinely helping because people pleasing come from a much deeper rooted place. And after just, you know, forming that connection through the She Is You community and, you know, um, connecting with Cheryl and seeing her vision, I was like, oh, wow, I have to be a part of this, you know. I have to be a part of this because it made me think about myself. 
Absolutely. And, and one of the things, um, LaVon, when, when we think about, you know, being a people pleaser, and sometimes I believe, because even for myself in the past, I, I've kind of caught myself being that individual, but didn't realize mm-hmm. it. So a lot of times, mm-hmm. like you said, we we get the idea, okay, because I'm being good hearted. And and mm-hmm. I'm being, you know, I'm doing this for this person. We don't realize we're trying to pe- uh, you know, uh, please that person for one uh-huh. reason. Uh-huh. Yeah, for one yeah. reason or another. And until later on, you're thinking like, wow, why did I do that? Or, you know, and so for you yourself with this book um, and in the process of writing it, how did you, how were you able to identify like, okay, well, well, this is this is kind of my definition of what a mm-hmm. people pleaser is, and so for you, were you able to share your own experience um, with wanting to be um, a people pleaser? Yes, I was because during the time when I actually, you know, I submitted my first draft, you know, for mm-hmm. submission for the book, and you know. It made me think because at first, you know, I thought about, you know, after speaking with Cheryl and getting an understanding of what she was searching for and what she was wanting, you know, her vision was for the book, it made me begin to actually think deeper about myself and like, okay, how do I define? Because it made me think, well, okay, these are things that I thought was, you know, I was just, like you said, I was a good-hearted person, kind-hearted. I was being thoughtful. But then to actually say, but when you think of other people, because, you know, we've all said that, oh, you know, we we may use other terms like, oh, they just brown-nosing or, mm-hmm. you know, they just, you know, miss goody-goody. But, you know, we may say other things, but I had to just examine when I saw that characteristic in other people, how did I define it? What was it about their character? What was it that they were saying or doing that made me automatically think that they were just trying, you know, to please somebody, trying to get attention or to get an accolade? You know, what was it that I associated with that? And that, like, helped me to formulate what I considered my definition of a people pleaser were, was, mm-hmm. and then it made me sit down and do the hard work of talking with myself and looking deep within myself to see where did this start, you know, because it's like me, you know, right. and that's sometimes right. that's not a nice look <laughs> to have to look and say, wow, right. is that me? Do I act like yeah. that? You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, yeah. it's one of those things when you ask God to show me me, you know, he'll show you. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and that, you know, that mirror, that mirror image is uh-huh. something else. When we put that mirror mm-hmm. in front of ourselves and we say, oh, girl, yeah. you've been acting like this. You've been treating people like this. You've been allowing to yeah. treat, you know, other people to treat you, you know, like this. Mm-hmm. And so for you, when were you able to pinpoint when? the people-pleasing behavior or why you might have allowed it began? I would say, and it's one of the things that does um, come out in the book, is that um, I realized I had to dig deep because, you know, you would have thought, well, this is just a surface. You know, I'm thinking maybe this is just a surface issue for me. (laughs) You know, maybe I, you know, maybe I just started this or maybe it's just, you know, I can dust off because it's not that deep. But as I begin to search and go back, you know, it's like mm-hmm. peeling off layers. You know, you think about right. an onion with all those layers. You know, I had to keep peeling and peeling. And, I mean, to go back to see that this went back further than, you know, 
adulthood, motherhood, you know, college, high school, right. you know, middle school. This took me all the way back, you know, to my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, I really had to go back that far to see where and how this all started. Wow. And, and, and one of the things is always good, um, as I say, to go back and to the root um, of why mm-hmm. things happen, why where things begin, because oftentimes I believe that things can get so far gone that we don't mm-hmm. have those moments where we able to sit back and we can reflect. And so a lot of times in being in the process um, of being a people pleaser, um, a lot of us get used and, and get used in some oh. bad, awful, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, ways. Um, and we yes. might have people on the outside looking in saying, hey, LaVon, you know, the, you know, this person over here, that they, they're no good for you. You know, mm-hmm. I know that they're your mm-hmm. friend. I know that you love them, or whatever it, the case may be. However, mm-hmm. this person is using you based off of different things. And people have different needs for us, unfortunately. You know, yeah. some people, you know, use us for financial gain. Some people use us for emotional uh, stability so we can build up their esteem. <laughs> build exactly, up their esteem, exactly. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. Every day, yeah, yeah. They so really it, do, people do. Thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, you guys, we are on with LaVon Copeland, you guys, and we are talking um, about uh, this awesome, awesome book that she is a part of, uh, Diary of Being a People Pleaser. And so yes. if you're on the line and you might have a question or a comment for her, you can go ahead and press 1. Or you can call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And so what we're going to do, guys, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to um, add some going to ask some questions uh, from some of our listeners uh, from tonight. And so don't forget, if you got a question, call in. Uh, We would love to hear you live on the air tonight, you guys. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, everyone. It's me, Lisa, from the Conversations with Trent show featuring, you guessed it, me. Be sure to tune in Friday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, as we strive to guide you to greater authentic living, right here on your radio network, YRN 1328.
And welcome back, everyone. And, of course, we all know it's a brand new year. Uh, so Ms. Arthur T. Uh, wants to invite you guys to her first annual book festival uh, taking place in Gaffney, South Carolina, uh, March 9th through the 10th. It's entitled A Literary Affair. Uh, she will be having some amazing authors there. Uh, she will also uh, be having some book clubs and some avid readers there. Um, and so she is inviting authors to come um, and purchase you a vendor's table uh, for this awesome event that will be taking place in Gaffney, South Carolina. Uh, you, you guys can go to www.aliteraryaffair.net. Uh, to purchase your um, tickets and information for uh, vendors table and all of those great things. Or you can feel free to connect with Ms. That's M-I-Z, Arthur, with the letter T, on Facebook, and she'll be happy to ask your questions as well, you guys. And tonight, you guys, we are on with LaVon Copeland. Uh, she is a contributing author uh, to Diary of a People Pleaser compiled by Cheryl PV, you guys. And so, uh, LaVon, uh, we do have a questioner from a listener, um, Sharon uh, from Ohio. She wants to know, how do we identify when we are becoming a people pleaser? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, one of the things you heard me say is having that hard conversation and that hard look at yourself, um, mm-hmm. understanding some of the characteristics of people pleasing versus serving or helping or giving or, you know, being thoughtful, you have to ask yourself the the hard questions like, okay, am I doing this for some type of reward? You know, am I hoping to get something back? Am I hoping to, you know, even if it's just, you know, I want to have that, have that person smile at me. I want to have that, thank you, you know, or that pat on the back, or am I doing this without an expectation? Mm-hmm, if I'm mm-hmm. giving, if I'm helping you, am I doing this because this is something God has laid on my heart? Because I genuinely see that there's a need. I have a desire to truly help you because I know that's the right thing to do. Or am I doing this hoping to get closer to you, hoping to um, improve my rank or my position, hoping to get an accolade, hoping to get, you know, a title or a status promotion, you know, or to be, you know, we we know that our gifts and talents are supposed to make room for us and bring us before good men. But so are you using, are your gifts and talents doing that or are you doing that? Are you using right. using your gifts and talents to push you in front of great men and women and instead of allowing those doors to be open for you? Are you genuinely doing these things from your heart? And I, and it really mm-hmm. comes down to a heart check. Why? Asking yourself mm-hmm. that hard question. Why am I doing this? Right. Absolutely. And it, and a lot of times you gonna you may dismiss it because as most of the time we will try to water it down and say, well, they really did need it, but. Did they need it or did you need it? Right. You know, did you need to feel, you know, like I've I've done something good because I needed them to need me. Right. Because the right. thing is, are you when people you will, do you want somebody to want you genuinely or do you want them to need you? Because the thing you have to understand is that once the need is fulfilled, their desire for you may be gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a, so a lot of times heart check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think a lot of times we do think, like you said, we do things because especially if it's someone that 
you are intrigued by for some reason or another. And, mm-hmm. and you feel like, okay, well, this is going to make our connection stronger. This is going to possibly make us friends mm-hmm. or make us mm-hmm. something. And so you're trying to see what the benefit of this is going to be. And oftentimes yeah. those people just go on about their way and, exactly. and we're left there like, okay, I did that, yeah. you know, because they got what they needed, you know, right. they got exactly right. what they needed or whatever their Absolutely. desire for that moment was. Like you said, Absolutely. they're going on about their business. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I, it is hard for, you know, people to to hear that and understand that. And it hurts. You know, it hurts as a person oh, who, yeah. when you try to, you know, help other people. Because I've been there myself. And, and, mm-hmm. and you just left, you know. And especially, and, and that's why they, you know, people always talk about, and my mother used to tell us all the time, don't do anything um, if you're expecting to get anything in return, you know, like exactly. don't go in there hoping that, you know, you're going to get a thank you. Cause some people don't even tell you, thank you. Some people just, <laughs> like I said, just go on about their business and, and you don't hear from them um, until mm-hmm. maybe the next time, you know, they, without a second thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without yeah. a second thought about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so of course, uh, for you in the process um, of writing this book, um, what were some ways that you were able to, I guess, pick up some insight where you would be able to now um, as a brand new year and these things that you're able to identify, you know, when LaVon is falling into that people pleaser Mm -hmm. um, category again. Oh, that's good, Bianca, because the one thing we have to remember is that it's one of those things is almost you have to die too daily. Because like you yeah. said, even though at 44 and, you know, I'm just getting the revelation of how this come about, I still yeah. have to sometimes think, you know, I'll question myself, you know, what are mm-hmm. your motives behind right. this, you know, right. or be able to, like, okay, come on, reel it back in because you know they don't like you anyway. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have yeah. that hard talk, That's conversation yeah. with yourself. Girl, you right. know they don't like you anyway, so stop right. it, you know, or be remind myself of God's word. He said, you know, that my gifts and talents will make room for me and bring me before great men. So I don't have to prove anything to anyone else. You know, I don't have to, you know, be pleasing. So I still have to sometimes check myself, you know, and I still look for those signs, you know, like if I've done something and then the person gone on and didn't thank me, you know, or didn't show any type of appreciation, you know, and you get that kind of hurt feeling, you know, I'm a, I'm sitting there pouting, you know, a little bit, mm-hmm, like how mm-hmm, dare mm-hmm. them not even right. say thank you or somebody else and didn't say anything to me or didn't acknowledge what I brought to the table, Absolutely. you know, then I have to say, wait a minute. Now, did, I thought you did this because this is something you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. This is something right. that God led you to do. Now, right. are you just trying to be in their God, in their good grace? So Absolutely. you still have to look for those signs. And I would say that number one sign for me was if once everything was said and done, if I'm left feeling with that, that little girl feeling again where I'm just sitting and I'm pouting and I'm so in my feelings like, okay, they don't want to play with me. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's I kind had, of the mindset you know, that it puts us through. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it is. Absolutely. So if absolutely. I check myself, you know, if I'm sitting there, you know, at the kitchen table after I've done all this and, you know, I'm left with that little girl feeling again, then I'm like, okay, see, you have to be, you have to be wiser. 
You have Absolutely. to serve better. You know, I have to Absolutely. check myself. Absolutely. Um, Ariel uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, she wants to know, how do you distance yourself uh, from people who only contact you when they need something? She says, sometimes I find it hard to disconnect myself from people, especially if we've had a connection or some type of relationship for over an expanded period of time. How do Mm. we cut off these people without people getting in their feelings? about why mm-hmm. we can no longer uh, be connected. So that's a good one. That's wow. A- I know. I was going to say, Ariel, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> you almost going to write a book on that. Because <laughs> that is deep. Um, that it, is, it goes back to that heart thing, you know, because if you're doing it from your heart. But I think one of the great things you can do when you know it's time, you recognize that this person only comes around when they need something or Mm -hmm. I'm only helping this person because I'm trying to get closer to them. Even when you can see that they're not trying to get closer to you, they're not reciprocating any of those things that you're doing, those feelings that you're giving, they're not giving back. You know, there's not there's not even a 50-50. You know, at this point, it's probably not even a 70-30 in your mind that it's time for me to move on and it's time for me to start distancing myself. Of course, you know, they're going to be like, well, why are you acting funny or you don't want to be around me now? Right, you have to right. own your truth. That You have to put your big girl panties on and own your truth. And be able to say, you know what, I'm just at a place in my life where I'm going to make me number one. You know, I'm going to make me important. And right now the most important thing to me is my sanity, my well-being. And right now what we have is not, you know, conducive to us having a healthy relationship and it's not good for my health. So it's just time for me to move away. And then you have to really move to a place of prayer and, you know, asking God to help you. And that's the great thing. He will do just that. I'll help you to distance yourself and you will have less and less the need to be pleasing or to feel like I have to go help. I have to run back. It's not going to be easy, especially when it's family related, especially when the heart is involved, especially when there's been, a, like she said, a long time, you know, there's time that has been put yeah. in, but that doesn't mean it's not doable. And it doesn't mean that you may not have to repeat them steps several times before you fully disconnect. Absolutely. And I think but it's a process. And I and it's definitely a process. And, and I like she, uh, when in her question she talked about especially people that you have known. And, and sometimes we feel mm-hmm. because we've known people, we might have history with this person. We're obligated, you know, yes. in some way or another to do this. Well, you know, we used to go to church together. We went, mm. we went, we go to Bible study together, or mm-hmm. we we worked Our on mamas this event. Friends. Oh, right. <laughs> Our mamas was friends. You know, they know my grandma. All of these different things, you know, and we're like, okay, I got to do this. And sometimes, and and I believe last, yeah, last year um, on a segment, we talked about the power of, of saying no, <laughs> you know, and being yeah. um, obedient to that and, and not allowing people um, to, you know, invade, like you said, um, invade your mental state and being able to have mm-hmm. that peace of mind because trying to be, um, a people pleaser um, can be get very overwhelming, <laughs> you know, and, and you kind of lose, you know, that peace of mind because you're always concerned on, you know, well, how are how are these people going to view me if I do mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, or how are they going to view me if I don't, 
you know, do these things. And so a lot of times we, we have those hangups uh, when it comes to those scenarios. And so, oh, yeah. LaVon, for you, what do you think, uh, it being involved, a part of this book and sharing your story, what did you learn? Uh, what were some things that you learned about yourself uh, by being a part of this book? I think the greatest lesson I learned and which has actually helped me to um, help other women to be able to understand and to get in that um, two things. One is understanding and comprehending the magnitude that words really have, the damage right. that words can really cause. Because you often hear people say sticks and stones, you know, might mm-hmm. break my bones, but words will never hurt, you know, that they right. can't hurt you. But words right. can do tremendous damage oh, and words well, can yeah. leave scars that go very deep Absolutely. and even when you think those wounds have hit you know healed it all it can take another word that just rips all of that back open so i think that was probably the number one most most you know prevalent in everything that I've got was just truly understanding the power of our words of my words to others it made me rethink you know and to season my words you know with people because you can't always be harsh because you don't under know how everyone is doing where everyone is coming from where they what headspace they are in at that moment so it made me understand that I have to be careful you know with my words it doesn't mean that I you know can't be authoritative in my speech you know I can't speak how I feel but it doesn't mean that I have to you know bash someone at the same time and then secondly it helped me to understand the power that we have when you think about that person that was sent to help someone you know the power of that person that was sent to teach because with with those that read gets this book and read the book they see mine started back way in elementary school by the words of a teacher and wow. you know and it just left me with this thought what happens when the person that was sent to help you hurts you Mm, absolutely absolutely and especially with my position you know as um as a teacher you know as an advocate for women you know finding their voices it made me have to you know take a look at myself and make sure that i'm doing what everything that i'm supposed to do to help and not to hurt absolutely Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned the the power of our words, because oftentimes, especially um, when we get angry and when we get upset or or frustrated um, at people. um, And and unfortunately, you know, people have those moments where they just want to see other people hurt. You know, they're going through their own things. They want to see other people um, go through just as much pain as they are. And you have to realize, like you said, the power of your words because, you know, once it's said it, once it's put out there in the atmosphere, you can't take it back. You know, you can apologize <laughs> every day till <laughs> you blew in the you face. You can bring it um, back. But yeah, but it's out there. And and sometimes just those little words have a way of carrying because we, you know, we know people. We know people ourselves that, like you said, somebody might have said something to you when you were six years old and you never forgot it. 
You know, somebody might have mm-hmm. said something to you when you were a teenager um, about your appearance or the way you look or talk, at, mm-hmm. and you never forgot about it because, it, it you know, it made that impression on you, whether it was good, um, bad, or indifferent, you know. And so we exactly. have to always remember uh, to be careful uh, with our words and the things that we share uh, to people and, and all of those great things. And so oh, yeah. um uh, one of those things as well that I wanted to um, ask you is, is with this book, uh, The Diary of a People Pleaser, um, mm-hmm. what is your overall hope um, that people who have the opportunity to read this book um, gain uh, from not only yourself but other um, authors who have contributed to this book? Um, the number one thing is to gain their freedom. Yeah. You know, freedom mindset, the free to be free to be themselves, because the greatest um, injustice that we do to ourselves is living captive. Because most of the thing with people pleasing is that you're so um, caught up in making sure that someone else's need, someone else's desire, someone else's um, wants are met, you know, are fulfilled, that you become captive. It's almost become imprisoned to your own self and to be able mm-hmm. to gain the freedom, the freedom to be, you know, that's one of our taglines is free to be me, you know, to have that mindset that you can be free to be who you are, to walk in in your uniqueness, to walk in your authenticity, to just be who you are and to be accepted the way you are, that you don't have to please anyone. You know, because those people that are genuinely going to love you are going to love you, and they're going to accept you. They're going to want you in their space. You know, so that will be the number one thing for those people that are trapped in that people-pleasing mindset is to be able Mm -hmm. to be free. And for those people that may be on the other side who may be able to recognize, you know, through reading this book that, okay, I may not be a people-pleaser, but I'm that people-pusher. You know, I'm that person mm. pushing them to be me. Yeah. You know, I'm that person yeah. that's drawing them in to be able to recognize, you know what, if I genuinely care for this person, then I'm not going to use my feelings or my emotions to play on their emotions. Right. I'm not going to, I recognize that they care for me and I'm not going to use that against them as a weapon. You know, so hopefully it will awaken in those people that, you know, maybe I need to change because maybe I need to look at and see what has put me in this place that I feel like, you know, I have to have them, you know, servant to me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that that. would be, you know, the greatest, the greatest benefit. Just, you know, even if one person can say, you know, I saw myself in that book and thank you because I have my freedom papers now or to have that person to be able to say, you know, I've given someone their freedom papers because I realized that I I didn't want anything from them. I was just using them because I know that they wanted to be in my space. So yeah. to have that happen, you know, would be the greatest accomplishment. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, of course, you guys, uh, for you guys who are just tuning in, uh, no worries. Uh, we can always catch the replay. But we are on with LaVon Copeland, you guys, and we are talking about her contribution um, to this awesome book entitled Diary of a People Pleaser, uh, compiled by Cheryl Peavy, you guys. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, um, but we're going to come back, and uh, LaVon's going to tell you guys what she's working on and what she has produced and is pushing uh, for this year and more, you guys. And so don't forget, if you got a question or a comment, uh, you still got time to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Um, if you're on the line listening and you have a question or comment, you can go ahead and press 1. We'll be happy to bring you in here uh, to join the conversation as well. So with that said, you guys, we're going to take a little break, but we're going to come back with more. LaVon Copeland, you guys right here on the beautiful butterfly show. The beautiful butterfly show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and last but certainly not least you can also catch up with us on twitter that's at twitter.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the vibration radio network To the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host Bianca Fry, and this evening, you guys, we have been joined um, by Levon Copley, guys, and we have talked about her contribution to the diary of a people pleaser. And uh, I hope you guys will definitely uh, take the opportunity uh, to get this book, share this book, uh, because I think that we all um, have been um, a people pleaser at one time. You know, we have those moments where we say, I'm not trying to please nobody, but we don't realize in certain ways uh, we are definitely uh, doing that um, in more ways than one, you guys. And so, of course, I want to invite you guys uh, to go and connect with one of our sponsors of the Beautiful Butterfly Show that's Ambient uh, Records, you guys. Um, owned and operated by the amazing um, music composer himself, um, Stephen uh, Ferguson, you guys. And so he um, is putting uh, together some amazing artists. And one of those amazing artists happens to be Orestes Aday, um, a lyrical soul artist uh, who is a um, new artist, a part of the Ambient Records. Um, you guys can go check out his latest um, tracks. Uh, that he has entitled, um, you guys, The Spoken One, and uh, check him out, support him. You can go to www.ambientrecords.com. Um, you can also go and check it out them out and like their pages on Facebook. Uh, so if you're an upcoming artist, you're looking for a great record company to be a part of, definitely go and connect with Steven Jerome Ferguson or Ambient Records um, on Facebook, you guys, or their official website. And so um, tonight, you guys, 
Uh, LaVon has shared with us her contribution uh, to this amazing book. Uh, but LaVon um, also as well uh, has been working on her own uh, book. Uh, she has a new title under her belt. Um, author. Uh, she has her book, um, The Reminder, Reconnecting with the Forgotten You. Uh, I just love the title because oftentimes we do forget about ourselves in the, in the midst of, of everything that goes on. So tell us, I know you're excited. This is your baby. Uh, so tell the folks a little bit about what they're going to be in store for um, and how uh, the creation of the reminder, reconnecting with the forgotten you came about. Oh, wow. I am. I still get excited just thinking <laughs> that I've actually done this. Um, the reminder, reconnecting with the forgotten you, um, mm-hmm. is my book, baby. <laughs> it's the first for me <laughs> to birth. Um, and I'm super excited about it. I have coined this as an interactive devotional. Um, I am I love devotionals. Um, I just love that time with God, but I love really good devotionals. Um, I'm a hands on learner, visions visions, you know, I have to see it, I have to write it, I have to feel it, um, type. Um, but I would say I got to a place and I have shared this story um a couple of times that I was in a place where I would say I lost my voice mm-hmm. um, spiritually, you know, mentally, yeah. emotionally. I had lost my voice. And I was at this place where, you know, I forgot who I was. You know, I was the mom, you know, the wife, you know, I was the ministry leader, you know, I was a teacher, you know, I was an employee, you know, I was, you know, I was a supervisor. So I had people looking up to me. I had people pulling me in many directions. I was everything to everyone, but I was nothing to myself. And I kind of forgot who I was. And most importantly, I forgot whose I was. And um, so during this dark period of my life or this dark period that I experienced, you know, I really began to move into a closer and a deeper level of intimacy as far as my relationship with God and with the Holy Spirit that I began to seek out how can I reconnect with woman? How do I get to know who she is again? How do I connect with the visions that I had, the dreams that I had? Um, how do I rediscover um, the purpose that had already been planted inside of me? How do mm-hmm. I reclaim the time that I lost, the gifts that I had um, delayed? How do I get back to that woman? And it took a lot of time um, a lot more than the the four weeks that you will spend during the reminder reconnecting with yourself. But I took the time to reconnect with myself. And in that process, things that I had written, even as I had began teaching, um, mm-hmm. I have the nutrition class with my church a lot. Um, I began to discover who I was and reconnect with that person. And I am yeah. a avid writer. So I had, I began to look back at those things that I had written and as I was doing my devotion one day, you know, I could just hear God saying, okay, now it's time for you to write. You know, just like I, I was leaning on and looking at other, using other devotionals to help get me through, to help me reconnect. You know, God says, now you have enough. And I, as I began to look at what all I had written over a course of a year, I'm like, wow, 
I really, I mean, I really do have a devotional here. And so I begin to move to that place of compiling this and to make it in a teachable way that women could embrace it and they could reconnect with that person that they forgotten who they were, that they lost somewhere along the way. And through the tears, you know, and through the um, trials of life, you know, all of mm-hmm. the distractions and the disconnects, I was able to compile together and put into a, a um, four-week plan for women mm-hmm. to help them reconnect with that woman that they've forgotten to help them find their voice and right. to understand that they matter, their vision matters, and that um, what God had intended, the voice, that it does matter. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Karen um, from Ohio, uh, she says, uh, LaVon, why do you think um, as women uh, we have a tendency to put our dreams in sometimes on pause uh, for the sake of others or we just figure that it's not our time? Oh, I can tell you that is one of the questions <laughs> I actually ask myself yeah, when, yeah. you know, getting to writing this book when I decided that I actually was going to step out on faith and actually do this. That was one of the questions was the why. You know, why did I feel like I wouldn't? Why did I feel like my dreams wasn't important? Why did I put myself on hold to make everything else happen? One of the things I think it goes way back, way back to the Garden of Eden. You know, you think about Adam and Eve. And I think about what life had to be like for her after the fall, you know, after they were, you know, exiled from the garden and had to go out into the world, to say, sort of say, and mm-hmm. the guilt that she probably had to deal with, you know, because now she has to watch her husband, her man, go out and toil the land every day and to work right. for what they needed. You know, to see him come in, be down and tired at the end of the day, and to think, you know, I had a part of that. And so I think even from that, we go back to that spirit of, that spirit I think has just lingered with us over generations and generations because we keep trying to make it right. right. It's like part of us keep trying to, you know, fix it. When God has already sent us a fixer, we don't have to try to fix it. But I think a part of us still feel like we have this S on our chest. You know, we have right. we're wearing the cape. You know, we have right. to be the super mom, the you know, the super employer, the super, you know, everything. We have to be everything to everyone because we want to make everyone else, if they succeed, then a part of me have it succeeded, a part of me have corrected the wrong but we just have to move to that place to understand that we don't have to correct the sins, you know, of others. We don't have to correct the wrongs, you know, that happened oh so long ago. That all we have to do is identify with the woman that God has called us to be at this moment because the vision and the purpose that he's planted on inside of us, it matters. Absolutely. And we, if we really want to see, we want to correct the wrong or correct the injustice, then we need to be who we've been called to be. Absolutely. And we have to lose that mindset that everyone else's dreams matter more than us. Because at the end of the day, um, I think one of my um, favorite sayings I just love to share with everyone is that if God cannot trust you 
with you, that vessel that he's created you to be? How can he how can he trust you with his kingdom? How can he trust you with his disciples? How can he trust you with his people? Because if you right. can't even be trusted with yourself, mm-hmm. how can mm-hmm. he, you know, give you that, you know, that responsibility of entrusting you with his people because you know he holds all of us dear at heart. So you Absolutely. owe it to yourself to be good to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And <clears throat> for the folks out here, um, I know a lot of people are definitely eager to get their hands on the diary. Other people, please, um, tell them uh, when it will be released and where they can go um, to purchase it. Um, the book um, hasn't had an official release date right now. We're um, the okay. we're aiming for the end of January is the end of January first awesome. of February as our official okay. um, release. Um, as of right, and once it becomes available, just follow us. Follow any of the authors of the book. Follow Miss Cheryl PV for more information as it will be forthcoming as the details um come forth. We are just super excited right now just trying to promote the book and get everyone excited about its release. But um, so in due time, (laughs) this season, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we will actually get to see it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's a long time in the making. I think that, you know, it's one of those things that you know, we, we've all talked about it and dealt with um, in one way or another, um, trying to, um, uh, you know, be a people pleaser and, and mm-hmm. identifying uh, when we are one. Um, like I said, I think sometimes yeah. some of us get caught up in, in, in nothing against my, my, my church folks, but you know how we all say, I'm just doing the work of the Lord, you know? And so yeah. oftentimes <laughs> we don't realize, like, you know, some people are, are misusing your work, you know, yes. and, and they yes. are um, going after it because they know that that's your character. They know that that's your personality. And I, for one, um, would get told that a lot, you know, like, yes. man, you know, Bianca, you're a good hearted person. And that being that good hearted person got me a lot of pain and, and a lot of bad results. And it's not saying that, you know, I take I don't wish I had a good heart, but it's just saying you have yeah. to be more selective of yeah. whom you, you choose. You have to guard it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, um, of course, your book, um, The Reminder Reconnecting with the Forgotten You, uh, will it be available? It will be available um, January 3rd. Is that correct? The actual paperback book is available now. You can purchase it on Amazon okay. for just ten dollars. And Wonderful. because many people had asked for the Kindle version, because mm-hmm. you know we have our tech savvy, people want to yeah. be able <laughs> to take their reminder with them on the go. So yeah. I've had people to ask, could they have their reminder on the go? So the Kindle version will be available um, starting tomorrow for the okay. price of two ninety nine. The paperback version is ten dollars. Um, both are available on Amazon, and you can yeah. just search the reminder or search my name, LaVon Copeland. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, I definitely know a lot of people who like to read on the go, and um, yeah. and so you guys make sure you go um, and purchase this book. Or I know some people, and I do as well, I, I love a good fresh book. Um, I love to be mm-hmm. able to turn pages as well. Um, and so, you guys, you can also uh, purchase the paperback um, as well, and I'll put the link um, on the Beautiful Butterfly page and the Bianca Fly page so you guys uh, can have access um, to those so that you can purchase it. 
Um, some people are still in the in the spirit of giving, uh, so you can feel yeah. free to give to folks um, with this awesome book. And so, um, yeah. I once again, I definitely want to thank you so much for coming on here and uh, sharing so mm-hmm. much um, with us. And I, I'm definitely uh, anxious to know uh, what are some of uh, Lavon's plans uh, for 2018. I know we got the the new book out, um, but what are some other things you hope to um, get going this year? Oh, I'm super excited. Um, as I mentioned, kind of led into earlier in the show, the Thaw Live 2018 um, conference will be held in Columbia in mm-hmm. um, January the 26th and 27th. I am, as being a Thaw ambassador, I am a part of that. I've been a part of the planning um, of this great um, conference, women's conference that will be happening, yes. happening in Columbia. So I'm super excited about that just to see the planner of me. I love, I was just waiting to see everything <laughs> and it's magnificent, you know, just being beautiful yes. um, and yes. seeing the women being poured into. So I'm looking forward to that later in January. Um, we will actually be having a Diary of the People Pleaser Tele-Summit that is scheduled to start January the 23rd. And this is going to be, um, yes, I'm super excited about that. So that starts January um, January the 23rd, and it is going to go through um, February the 1st. So that's okay. um, Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then the following Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So all of the authors will be presenting on a different night, talking okay. about um, just talking about Diary of a People Pleaser and the, yeah. some of the characteristics, just making everybody aware of that. So I have that coming up, and then I'm super excited to um, begin work on my next book. I'm kind of dropped it in my spirit on yesterday. A great way to start oh, 2018. Awesome. So I'm yes. looking forward to um, going deeper and going higher. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And uh, definitely uh, what love has you back on uh, so that we can uh, <laughs> delve um, into all your great things that you on as well. And looking forward to sharing uh, that new project as well. And so I definitely want to thank you and Cheryl uh, for making this happen and being able to come on here. And I'm just thankful for the full circle. I feel like we, you know, like I said, we, we've been in the circle of connecting uh, through yes. mutual uh, people, women, that awesome women that we know. And it's great to know yes. that we've connected through some awesome women. They truly are some yes. awesome women. Um, who uh, we've been able to connect through. And so that that is a, a beautiful thing just to see so many women uh, working um, cohesively together um, and doing phenomenal things. And so I am definitely wishing you a spectacular um, new year. And uh, you got any final words or thoughts you want to say to the listeners out here? I just want to say thank you again for having me on your show. A great way to start off my 2018. Just to think that, like you said, I've listened. I've listened to many authors and other great women that we're connected to on your show. But to actually be here for myself is an amazing blessing for me. So thank you. Thank you for the listeners that have um, listened in on tonight and called in. Um, feel free to follow me or connect with me um, on my um, 
webpage. You can reach me on my yeah. website, www.lavoncopeland.com. Um, if you have any questions, also you can follow me, same name, LaVon Copeland, on Facebook. And Wonderful. just connect with me and just let's em- keep empowering us women. Let's keep empowering each other. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely agree. And once again, definitely a pleasure having you here on the show. And I hope you have a spectacular uh, rest of your evening. Um, And we got you guys will definitely let you know um, the release for um, Diary of the People People, so you guys can get your hands on it as well. And I will be sharing uh, LaVon's information as well um, on my pages, you guys. So be on the lookout for that so you guys can go purchase it um, as well. And so with that said, uh, LaVon, I hope you have a great rest of your evening, and I will be talking with you again soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. All right, you guys, that was LaVon Copeland. Uh, Make sure you guys go and connect with her on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you name it. Uh, She is on there, you guys, and go and support uh, this awesome uh, contributing author, but also um, as an author on her solo project as well. And don't forget, we'll be putting all that information on the Beautiful Butterfly Show page as well as my own personal page, Bianca Fly, uh, so that you guys can connect uh, with her and all of those great things. And so with that said, folks, we're going to take a little break, um, but we're going to come back and I'm going to tell you who's coming up next on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Hey, y'all. It's Coach Michelle Jackson. And when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. There is a musical revolution coming. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk. Topped off with the lyrical precision of the spoken one, Mr. Arrestus a day.
And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. And coming up this Thursday, you guys, that's January 4th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcoming Sonya Young. Uh, She will be joining us, uh, and Sonya will be sharing with us um, her book entitled Every Blue Moon Living Beyond the Pain. Um, Everyone's journey uh, through grief in their own time and in their own way. Um, But when we have the blessing of someone else's story, we often understand our journey better. Um, In this book, Sonya gives us the gift of sharing her story, her heart, her pain, her authenticity, and her raw, unadulterated truth and transformation. And Sonya will be joining us to share this amazing book on dealing with grief um, and the journey with that, you guys. And so, Please make sure you join us this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we welcome Sonya Buster, Sonya Buster Young uh, to the program, you guys, going down right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Once again, big thank you to LaVon Copeland and CLPV for uh, putting all of this together in the works tonight. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much uh, for all of the awesome things. Uh, that you ladies do and will do in this incredible year. And don't forget, you guys, if you want to be a part of the Beautiful Butterfly Show, feel free uh, to submit your information to thebeeflyshow at gmail.com. So with that said, we're going to get ready to get out of here and be fly. And I'll see you guys Thursday, same time, same place. Have a good evening. 